This is you and your journey. The most important thing is that you are continuously asking, what do I actually want? Am I building a life and a daily routine that meets the vision with intentionality for what I want my life to look like? Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hi friends, welcome back to Gather in Growth. Today we are going to talk about setting intentions for the new year. This time of year, this like weird in-between of Christmas and New Year's, we start hearing a million conversations about New Year's resolutions. So much so that I almost didn't want to record this episode. I hope by now you know how I feel about the whole concept of magically transforming your life on January 1st. The truth is you are the same person the first day of January as you are the last day of December. You do not need a fresh new year to wake up and decide to make changes in your life. And honestly, statistically speaking, New Year's resolutions fail epically, epically. I personally think it's because after a few months of chocolate and wine and cheese, we just wake up feeling horrible and we want to wave a magic wand and feel better. So we reach for the stars despite repeated attempts over years of New Year's resolutions of diet and exercise cycles or changing deep-rooted habits that are no longer serving us, we think it'll magically be different because new year, new me. So first of all, let's just discard the notion that we're going to do a 180 on our current life just because it's January. Let's take a step back and take a realistic approach to setting intentions for the new year. And honestly, this advice is not going to be any different than what I would tell you in September or in April. But I do love a fresh opportunity, okay? I was a teacher, so August is like, to me, like, new school supplies, we're going to do all these things, it's going to be great. January just happens to be one of those seasons where a lot of people are talking about it. And given that I do have a lot of opinions and ideas around habit formation or goal setting or life change, here are a few things to consider as we approach 2023. If you have a notebook handy, you might want to take some notes here. If you're driving in the car, no big deal. You can come back and revisit this later. But I am going to walk you through some things to think about. As we approach the new year, if you are in the mindset of, okay, the holidays are over, I have a fresh, you know, 2023, especially in business, you might be, or career or anything in that realm, you might be thinking, okay, what do I want this year to look like? Okay, this is going to be for you. 
But again, you could honestly listen to this episode any day of the year and put these principles into practice. The advice, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. Nothing magically changes on January 1st, but I digress. Here we go. First of all, when you look back on the past year of your life, right now I'm recording this in December of 2022. So when you look back to December of 2021 or January of this year, what has been going really well since then? How have you been taking care of yourself? What did you accomplish personally or professionally? In what ways did you grow? And remember, every win, no matter how small, is worth celebrating. It doesn't have to be these huge, flashy accomplishments that you posted on social media or that people can see that you did. It could be very internal. Before we move on to what's coming next, let's sit back in gratitude for how far we've come. For me, I know I've done some really cool things in 2022. I launched a website. I launched this podcast. I had days and days worth of life-giving conversations with rural women in virtual masterminds. I planned and hosted an in-person retreat. I traveled across the country to speak on stages that kind of blow my mind. I ran a half marathon in May, but honestly, and I've said this on, on some other podcasts I've been interviewed on, what I'm most proud of is the moments of bravery when I was scared, of starting therapy, of allowing my brain and body the space to really heal for the first time. I'm really proud of letting go of some of the habits that were really good for me when I needed to put my emotional energy to work through stuff in therapy. I'm proud of making beautiful memories with my family. Although I'm not physically in like the tip top shape I was in May, my heart and mind are doing beautiful and necessary work. And honestly, I am really celebrating that as I reflect on this past year. And I think that's so important. So often we look forward. We think about everything we want or wish we had. We focus entirely on the vision for the life we imagine. But reading The Gap in the Game this year taught me to measure backwards, to sit in continual gratitude for how far I've come, for every single mountain I've climbed, for everything I've accomplished both externally and within my own heart. So before you think forward, before you think, oh gosh, I want to change this, I want to do this, I haven't done this yet, please take a moment. What are you proud of this year? How far have you come, both with the big things and in the small things? In so many ways, you are probably an entirely different person than you were a year ago. And maybe this was a big year. Maybe you totally transformed your health. Maybe you started reading books for the first time. Maybe you got into personal development. Maybe you had a big promotion or started a business. Or maybe your growth was found in the quiet moments. Maybe it was not engaging in, in toxic conversations the way you used to. Maybe it's nurturing new friendships. Maybe it's it was intentionally spending time with your spouse. Whatever it may be, even if you're looking back and you're like, I didn't do anything I thought I would do this year. That's okay. We'll get to that. 
but in what ways have you grown? What have you been the most proud of? And write them out, big, small, everything in between. And along those lines, the next thing I want you to think about is what do you want to carry with you into the new year? What is serving you? Before we start thinking about all this stuff to add on our change, what are the habits or routines or mindsets that you want to carry forward? If you've been really intentional about building this year or about transforming already, what do you want to carry forward? What are the pieces of your priorities and your schedule that align for your goals and the vision for your life? Write those down and be so stinking proud of where you're at and how you can carry that with you into 2023. Next, what are you craving? What would you like to create more of over the next 12 months or even over the next three months? Maybe it is something related to health. Maybe it's stronger boundaries around work. Maybe it's more time with your family. Maybe it's healing within your own heart. Think about if you could wave a wand, what would you like to make more space for in the new year? Okay, so step one, What are you proud of up until this point? What have you accomplished this year? Step two, what do you have intentions of making more space for? Next, what are you ready to release? What habits, mindsets, relationships, or obligations are no longer serving you? A lot of the times we just kind of go on autopilot and we keep moving forward. I want you to take a look and think about what are some of those things that you are ready to let go of? And maybe it's not all at once, but what over the next year can you slowly move past from or release to make space for those things that you're craving? Now that you've identified what you'd like to carry with you, what are some of those things that you want to release and what are some of those things you want to create or make more of? Write them down as if they're already true. Okay, if you've listened to like any other episode of the podcast, this is not the first time I've said this. Honestly, if you haven't listened to the Growing Into Your Dreams episode, I'm like 99% sure it's episode seven because it's like 007, right? We're like James Bonding it. I don't know. I'm not really a James Bond fan, but whatever. It sticks my brain. This would be an incredible listen for the new year. In that episode, I really work you through an entire workshop about getting clear on your vision, clarifying your dreams, and then building an action plan to step into them. So um, no shame if you pause this episode and go back, but um, I'll give you the Spark Notes version here. Basically, write them as if they're already true. So for example, instead of like, I hope to blah, 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 or I want to, you're going to say, I have a healthy blend between time with work and my family. Or I have the energy to engage in meaningful play with my kids. Or I am healthy, strong, and healing. I ran a half marathon in 2023. Income flows with consistency and ease. Like Whatever that looks like, write it as if it is already a true statement, like 100% non-negotiable. It already happened. It is already true for your life. And I don't know how long your list is, but Maybe you have like 30 things on it of like things you're proud of, things you want to release, things you want to bring into your life. Narrow it down. Maybe it's a top 10 list or even a top five because when we try to think about too many things at once, we like go into the state of paralysis. It just feels like a mountain. It feels impossible. Not to say that those things 
might not be true, or you might not add some of them back in over the the coming months. But think about what you feel the most called to focusing on right now. Because if you have a list of 20 things, like, wow, that's a lot for your brain to process at once. Pare it down to what feels the most important to focus on in this season. Then let's take a look at what habits or baby steps you could start to get closer to those goals. Again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing on January 1st. This could be an evolution for the rest of the year. Honestly, when we try to suddenly make all these big changes at once, it totally freaks our brain out. Even if we stick to it for 10 days or a month, but it feels so stressful every step of the way, we're likely to drop off in February. I think uh, I need to look it up. There's statistically a day in February that has been pinpointed when most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions. We don't want that. We want these gradual changes that we can build upon that feel attainable and realistic that we can continue throughout the rest of the year. Otherwise, it's too much too fast. So bring it down to baby steps and small habits. We can build as the weeks and months pass throughout this year. It doesn't all have to be in January. And honestly, January is like such a rough month to start goals because it's like dark and cold. Like I don't know about you or where you live, but I am not that inspired from like a biological perspective to want to do anything in January. So like, let's keep it simple, 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 simple. And then next, we're going to make an action plan. Shameless plug, something like you do you 82 or you do you 32 might be really helpful for you to keep track of habits that match those intentions. All that stuff is linked in the bio. And there's a whole episode about UDU82. I don't have the number for that one, but we will link that in the show notes as well. But honestly, you do you. Maybe it's writing these intentions every single day in a journal. Maybe it's writing them on a big poster board and hanging them in your office or in your closet or in your bathroom or in your kitchen. Maybe it's some other kind of tracking system or chart. Honestly, if you hop on Pinterest or Etsy or anywhere this week, people are going to be giving different resources and ideas for ways to stay accountable to your habits. My biggest advice always is to do something that works for your motivation, that taps into the way your brain functions, and to keep it simple. Remember, it's really freaking hard to do a 180 and change everything about your health and life and business and family in one week in January. Here's your permission to take it slow. Honestly, greatness is built on the seemingly insignificant choices that we make every day. If you scale back and focus on taking the small steps to get 1% closer to your end goal, you'll get farther, faster, without feeling overwhelmingly stressed along the way. It may have taken you years to build the habits and mindsets that you're looking to change. So give yourself a breath of grace that it won't magically change overnight. As I've said time and time and time again, give yourself grace. You don't need January 1st. Every minute of every day is the opportunity to make a decision to change your life. If your kids get sick or you're in a funk for a week, tight. Stand back up and try again. January 5th, February 20th, July 2nd, whenever. Baby slips, a clear vision, and self-love and compassion every step of the way. 
Happy New Year, my friends. I cannot wait to see what 2023 has in store for all of us, personally and professionally. Incredible things are coming, even if it's just the changes in your own heart or mindset. Not every goal needs to be big and flashy or like anyone else's. This is you and your journey. The most important thing is that you are continuously asking, what do I actually want? Am I building a life and a daily routine that meets the vision with intentionality for what I want my life to look like? I am so proud of the person you are today. Every version of yourself that you have been to get to this very moment. And I'm so proud of the person that you're growing into. And I'm so, so forever grateful for you. And hey, shameless plug, if you are craving clarity on where you're headed and the opportunity to make a laser-focused action plan to get you there, alongside some really freaking passionate and smart rural women like you, the Ascend Retreat was made for you. Whether you're an entrepreneur needing some direction and a nudge to jump in, a small town leader or professional desiring inspiration and a reignited fire, or a stay-at-home mom considering the next steps, there is a place for you here. This is a weekend for rural women who see the world bigger than their backyard, who know that there's more to life than just showing up, who are no longer okay with going through the motions and who are kind of sick of living by someone else's expectations or script. This is for women who have checked all of the boxes, but still sometimes look around like, wait, this is it? Wasn't doing all of those things supposed to make me happier than this? Who know deep inside that they're meant for more, but love, 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 love their life in the middle of nowhere. Seriously, these few days in March in Branson will bring more clarity than you can imagine. It will ignite a passion for what's in store. And honestly, in ways that you might not even think or imagine or see coming. It is an opportunity to be surrounded by a community that deeply understands you, deeply gets your lifestyle, loves you for who you are, and believes in your dreams. The dreams that are unique to you. Not the one that someone else is doing on Instagram. Not the the dreams that your mother-in-law says that you should have you. The vision for your life and your dreams. There are only 15 spots total and this thing is filling up. If you are feeling that tug, if you've heard me talking about it and there's a little voice that says, go, go, this is for you. It is not an accident. It is not an accident. Not everyone that hears this feels like it's for them. And if there's a voice in your head that keeps hearing and wondering, it's a sign. It's on purpose. You can check out the link in today's show notes to learn more and to snag the spot that's waiting for you. Until next time, friends. Happy New Year. 
Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.